Listener supported. WNYC Studios. I'm Anoush Samarodi. It's Monday, January 2nd, and time for WQXR's Washington Report Online. And joining us now, as he does every Monday, is David Sanger, Chief Washington Correspondent for The New York Times. Good morning, David. Good morning. Happy New Year, Manoush. Happy New Year to you. David, that famous New Yorker, Yogi Berra, said that it's risky to make predictions, especially about the future. And he's in our listening area, so let's hope he isn't irritated that we're going to ignore his advice. Let's look at what 2012 may hold for us. I want to start abroad. 2011 was the year of the Arab Spring. A year from now, what's that movement going to look like? Will freedom still be on the march? Well, I'm not certain that it will be. I think it'll have a number of setbacks before we get there. It's going to be a messy mix in which you see authoritarian rule try to reemerge. You've already seen that in Egypt and Iraq. And in which there's going to be a battle between liberal and illiberal democracies being waged every day. You know, in many ways, it's the illiberal democracies that pose the hardest dilemmas for Washington. So what do you do if there's an election, like the one that's underway in Egypt, And the winners use the mandate to impose Sharia law or restrict the rights of women. That's the problem that President Obama is likely to confront, because it's hard to insist on free elections and then complain about the result. So where are things working best? I'd say Manoush is probably where the revolution started in Tunisia. And it's working out worst in Syria, where the battle's still underway. So let's move on to the world economy. A year from now, please, David, tell us, will things be better? Will the euro survive? Well, I think the euro will survive, but probably in a much shrunken form. The crisis has proven you can't have a monetary union without having a common fiscal policy. Otherwise, you end up with these divisions in which, you know, the northern Europeans have one ethic about how long you work before retirement or how many hours people should work each day. And there's a different ethic in the South. What really worries me about the world economy is where China is a year from now, because if you see a slowdown there at a time that Europe is weak, it's certainly going to impede the recovery here in the States. Let's let's talk about the recovery here in the States. Are we going to see unemployment go down? I suspect you will, but pretty slowly, Manoush. And uh, here, uh, Yogi Berra's advice is particularly important because I I think I would have had the numbers for this year completely wrong. It's right now down to about 8.6% nationally. And what we're discovering is that even as growth comes back, and growth has been back this year, uh, a lot of companies uh, have used this recession to change structurally in a way that doesn't require them to hire as many workers. And I think that's going to be probably the biggest impediment that President Obama is going to have to face into his re-election campaign. What about Iran? They're back in the news today. We've been talking about Navy military exercises that have been taking place over the last several days. Is the U.S. going to reach some sort of an accord with Iran, or are we headed to more confrontation, would you say? I'm afraid in 2012 that confrontation is probably more likely than accord only because as these sanctions ramp up and uh, Iran watches watches as its uh, oil revenues begin to diminish, I think the chances for someone making a mistake along the way is pretty high. Uh, That isn't to say that I think there'll be an open confrontation, but I I suspect that the tension's going to remain pretty high, particularly in the Gulf, especially if Iran continues to threaten to cut off uh, oil shipments. Mm. Now, finally, let's turn to the election. You're not brave enough to predict whether Barack Obama wins re-election or the Republicans come back to grab the White House, are you? No, I'm not. And um, the reason is that 
we think of Barack Obama having a really big win in 2008, and when you look at it, it really was just decided by about 3% of the electorate. And my suspicion is that this race is going to be even even tighter. As I look at the numbers for state by state that uh, President Obama has to win in order to get re-election, I frequently don't see how he's going to get there. And then when I look at the difficulty that the Republicans are having coalescing around a single candidate that they can get really enthused about, I don't see how they're going to get there. So um, in in this case, I'm going to listen to Yogi. <laughs> All right, well, what about tomorrow? Let's. Who's your money on for tomorrow in terms of the GOP hopefuls in Iowa? You know, this is it's going to be fascinating to see whether or not Ron Paul can score just well enough that it both um, ends the Gingrich uh, candidacy, and I, I don't think it will end it, uh, and suddenly creates a Ron Paul boomlet uh, in a way we've seen so many others. Uh, I, I'm, I'm certain that Mitt Romney's going to move on to, to uh, New Hampshire and probably win in New Hampshire. Uh, the caucus is a harder call, and probably over the long run, less significant. All right. Well, we'll be watching anyway. Thanks so very much, David. Thanks, Manoush. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you. That was New York Times Chief Washington Correspondent David Sanger. I'm Manoush Samarodi, and that's the Washington Report on Classical 105.9 FM WQXR.